Hello and welcome to The Inner Gamer, episode 107. We are your weekly dose of video game news, reviews, opinions, and discussions. My name is Brett Yanoski. I'm Devin Dury. And I'm Austin Morales. Today on The Inner Gamer, we're going to talk about our meetup that we had this past Friday, where we played a bunch of games such as Overcooked, Lancelot, uh, all kinds of other good stuff. Austin played some more Pokemon Go. He's addicted to it. And then we also talk about some gaming news, such as the cancellation of Scalebound, Mass Effect Andromeda's lack of a season pass, and Mafia 3's PS4 Pro update. Finally, we have our discussion topic today, in which we talk about the future of the Nintendo Switch after the press conference and how it's going to change the way we play games. It's a very heated discussion, and it's very awesome. So without further ado... Cue the music. Yo, Steve Bloom here, voice of Tank Dempsey from Call of Duty. You got dead flesh on my new boots, got back! And Grunt from Mass Effect. <laughs> and you're watching the Inner Gamer Podcast. And we're back, everybody. Here we are, another round of games, discussion, everything. We are fresh off of our Friday meetup that was here in Dallas, Texas. Those mm-hmm. of you that live in Dallas, thank you for coming out to our meetup at Community Brewery. It was amazing. We made some new friends. We like made Andrew. a lot of new friends, like Andrew. And, and Nick. And Nick. And Nick. Nick and, and there, Nick. And then there and was Selassie. There was Ty, Tyler out there, and there was, uh, um, there was a lot of people whose names I probably forgot. But oh, uh, there was a lot of people Patrick and Melissa. No, there was a ton of people. A lot of people. Um, so thank you guys for all joining us to that event. We had a blast. We played a lot of games. We had some brewskis. Ran out of space. Ran out of space. Oh man, it was. Did we run uh, out of space? Out yeah. of control. I could. I could even sit down and play. Oh, that's true. No, that's true. People kept cycling no, in and out. Yeah, and I was. I, that, I walked I, away I thought, waiting. I, that's what you mean. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There were times I was like, "All right, where do I get to?" Have a no. Everyone else. That's why I, did, I right. just didn't. I should have came I just to the, didn't do it. I just didn't right. participate. I was like, she came to the pregame. Yeah, I know, right? It was it was crazy. But anyway, so we had a lot of games that we played there. We brought some new games into the mix, and we figured since none of us have really played any new new recent games that have just come out, we, well, we even talk about we even mentioned we how there's not really a whole lot that's been released within the past. Like, yeah, there's like nothing. So we played some other <laughs> games. exactly. And uh, I want to start off by talking about a game that me and Devin actually streamed. We did. Last Thursday. Last Thursday. We did last Thursday. And hey. those that don't know, every Thursday, twitch.tv slash the intergamercast, we stream some games. It's really fun and awesome. Different round Am of people Am I up this next week. Thursday? Yes. You are. I'm playing Doom, by the way. Nice. Are you really? Yeah. When'd you get Doom? Uh, a buddy of mine uh, let, is letting me borrow a copy, so he was like, play it have fun and i was like well playstation or uh uh, yeah ps4 man wow i will be playing doom i I i'm gonna become your worst nightmare no yeah because i'm gonna find people who will give me games so i can give them to you so you can play them i'm gonna give you a full library of games for you to play (laughs) how are you gonna do that i have my way he'll find a way man anyway way life uh uh finds uh, a way so speaking of finding your way, it's really hard in this game that me and Devin played called you Overcooked. You are terrible at segues. This is a great segue. <laughs> Let me explain my point. Brett himself you really is interrupted a segue. <laughs> this is a great point I'm about to make. Go ahead. It's hard to find your way in Overcooked <laughs> because there's two players that are running around like madmen and they run into each other. Oh, to, to be fair, that's, way, that's hard. two players. It's even harder when there's four people playing. So even harder with four people. Anyway. It was me, Travis, and Joe, and we just got stomped. Yeah. It was bad. We were burning food. We didn't know what, like, where was the plates at? We kept switching sides and, like, too many yeah. people. On one. Oh, it was bad. 
So before we get into our uh, crazy stories about what happened in the game, let me tell you a little bit about what Overcooked is. Yep. Overcooked is a game that was brought out by two guys from Cambridge United Kingdom. And they there's a designer and a developer. And they produced this game just recently. They came from another studio, put together this four-player co-op experience. And it's a couch co-op game. Yep. And in this game, it's like an isometric top-down side view perspective. And you go through these levels in which you are a chef that has to cook food with your other chefs in the area. So you're basically running a kitchen and you have to cook things. So somebody has to go and grab the vegetables and the other person has to make the pot of soup and put it together. And then the other person has to grab it from the other person and then put it on a plate and then serve it to the people. And you just go around and around and yeah, because there, there's like there's crates that have the ingredients there's the chopping board. There's the place where you put the plated food. There's the plates. You have to there's, wash the plates. Dude, like there's a ton of stuff. Like what it, what it felt like was a very unorganized version of um, Iron Chef or something. Yeah. Yeah. What, wait, chaos. what was the American one? Uh, uh, Hell's Kitchen with Gordon Ramsay. Right, right. Which I felt like Gordon Ramsay because I was screaming at everyone when I was playing this game. You were good at Gordon Ramsay. I was. Screaming at everybody. Minus yeah. the accent. Minus, Minus the, the accent. accent. So it's a very stressful game. Oh, my but God. But in a good way. I, I quite like the stress level. Yeah. It was a lot was of fun. fun. And I also liked how they progress in the difficulty because every time you, you jump into a, a world or a little level, you have these objectives you have to carry out. So the first one was a simple like kitchen space, make soup, make soup. And then the next one you jump into, they add the addition of having two kitchens that are split. And then you have pedestrians walking down the middle at like a market. So you had a, it's like in the middle of a causeway kind of thing. Yeah. You had to like walk. Wait, what'd you say? Cosplay causeway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're all doing this in the middle of cosplay. What? So Connor, that might be a cool map. I'm just saying that would be pretty cool. That's dumb. You're dumb. And then the next one after that, they made it to where you're on a boat and as as you play the game, not just any boat, Brett. It was a pirate ship. You're on a pirate. You're ship. You're on a pirate. Which ship. I'll be honest, it's pretty bitching to be cooking on a pirate ship. It is pretty awesome. Do you like how the way that the tables kind of like yeah, just yeah, switch like and the, change yeah, everything? You're so like, like oh, mid, yeah, shit. Mid, midway through making it, you get your groove down. You're like, all right, yeah, we got this. You're cleaning plates. You're cutting up onions. You're over there cooking the stuff and putting it on into the bowls, and and you get this thing down, and then the water shifts Goodbye. and tilts and all your cabinet space shifts like down one. So it completely changes the layout of the level and man, you scramble. Oh my God. Like if you want to talk about something like that completely disconnects the players from what they're doing, like everyone's like, wait, wait, what's happening? Oh no. Oh God. No. And everyone just like forgets what they're doing. Like they're just like someone's just holding the soup going. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know. What to do. uh, people were just crying in place. Oh ah, yeah, no, no. It was, but it was, dude. It was a lot of fun though, because I mean, you have to communicate and you have to scramble real fast to like stay on point and make sure that you're all doing what you're supposed to be doing as far as your designated jobs in the kitchen. So, <laughs> designated but even job. still, like even with four players, there's still a job. Like there's like five or six different positions to hold yeah and people have there's to six things you have to do figure with out what people. to do like yeah. somebody's got multiple roles or they got to switch roles and it's complicated so but, there's a funny story about that yeah. so i actually played this with joe like uh mm. like november last year or something like that mm. and i went over to his place we played it and it was just me and him right so it was like clear like you're gonna be on the right side i'll be on the left side and we got a system down where like we switched at certain points like 
you know, if the plate's dirty, I'm just going to take the food over to the other side. He'll get the plate and come back and wash it. So I'll chop up and then go back and get more food. So we have like the system down. Throwing one extra person there, which was Travis, mm-hmm. destroyed that system completely because everyone was crossing each other's paths and people didn't know. I was like, Travis, no, you were there. He's like, what? But I'm going to go cut. And he's like, sorry, chopping. I was like, fine, I'll go. And then they're like, oh, who got the plate? And then Joe comes over, gets the plate. I'm like, what? Why am I over here now? So I come over to the other side. And it's kind of like, remember when we were playing with Louise on Rocket League? Exactly. And we had to like do the loop thing. Right. It's like right. understanding that loop to like carry through yeah. is so hard because everything's moving and there's, it's a constant evolution of this level that just changes and you're just like ah i gotta do this i gotta do this right but i like i like how you know the the controls are simple you have you move your stick around and then you have a grab and then a place essentially right that's kind of what the motions were right so you had two buttons and your move stick so simple but so i was still fumbling around like oh my gosh what do i do this do i do that i don't know if i need to do it. oh wait no i died I, I, oh shit it's burning it's on fire where's the extinguisher get the extinguisher that was the part I started laughing at when I was screaming yeah. at people like, you're so bad at this, you set soup on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you some, you somehow managed to set soup on fire. It's a thing. It's real. It yeah, well. But dumb. Yeah. It, it was a blast. It, it was it was, uh, it, it was very fun to watch. You only got to watch. play it for like five minutes. Yeah. Uh, what else did we play while we were there? Uh, Gang Beast was a hit. Did you Gang guys Beast, hear everyone Gang, screaming at the end of the, end of the Gang Beast the event? Was a Gang Beast huge is hit. great. People were like, ah! Um, I was like, we're about to get kicked yeah, out. We're so loud. No, yeah, no kidding. For anyone who doesn't know, <coughs> Gang Beast was a game on Steam? Yeah, it's on PC. Steam. Yep. Um, in which up to four players, two to four players, and you played basically Plato people Plato looking people and it's physics based it's, uh, yeah it's king the king of the hill knock your other uh, knock your opponents off the level and all the different levels can be things like a factory with big trap doors there's an iceberg where you know you can fall off the breaking ice there's an elevator level that with the two elevators that move up and down but man as simple as it sounds and you start playing it's intense <laughs> hearing people like, don't you throw me off? And it's so hard because the physics are so bad. The physics are terrible. On purpose. On purpose. Like you, ha- you go up there and your guy's walking. He's like waddling towards the yeah, other person. Yeah, he's not walking. He's fumbling, waddling. Yeah, and then you like grab so you can grab somebody by the head or by like by the ear and like yank them towards the edge but then if you bring them towards the edge if you don't like swing them just right like you'll fall off like a ledge with them and die and then you have to grab on sometimes to try and hold yourself up but then right getting your body up again is next to impossible and so i, I wish travis was here to tell a story but i was talking to him today about it and he was telling me that so he was on the elevator level and he was the only one that knew what he was doing so he just stood there he literally said he stood there didn't move. People were fighting each other and, you know, throwing people off. There was one guy left and Travis still didn't move. And they're like, man, move. Go get him. Go get him. And he's like, no, I'm not moving. And then so the guy came to get him. Travis picked the guy up, walked over to the edge of the elevator and threw him off. <laughs> and then what? It, Are you awesome. serious? So if you hit Y, it throws your hands in the air. So at the end, he right. was just he threw his hands in the air as a character. And it was just like, oh, my God, man. You're... you. It's a dick move, bro. It is. He didn't do it's shit. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm very proud of him. That's how good he is at that game. God. I, as you could call being yeah. good at that game a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, but it was a lot of fun. <clears throat> we had a blast with that. 
And then, uh, Devin, you played a game. I played Lance two games. I, I played two games at the uh, at the or two other separate games at the brewery. One oh, was really? Uh, yeah, one was King of Booze, oh. which is like a a computerized board game. King of what? King booze. of Booze. Oh, okay. I thought you said something else. Um, Boobs. You, <laughs> really? That's what I thought. Really? I mean, I wasn't gonna say anything. But. Okay. Well, <clears throat> this game is you choose as many players as you want. You pass the controller around, but you put in your name, your character icon, and then your weight. The weight is important. Can uh, then you lie? Huh? Can you lie about your weight? You can, but you wouldn't want to, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, it plays like a board game, so the the game rolls a, a set of dice. You move that many spaces forward on the game board, and something pops up on the icon. You draw a random card where it says, give this player two drinks. You take one drink. Or oh, you can do start doing things like one of the one of the cards that came up is me and this random guy. His name's Selassie. Selassie, if you're listening, I hope you know I had no intention of doing this to you. <laughs> but one of them was, it says, you and player three, Selassie, can do a demonstration comma sutra 69 fully clothed (laughs) or take four drinks each i was like well uh selassie i don't know you so uh i'm drinking (laughs) i'm drinking these four drinks and he goes thank you (laughs) (laughs) well wait does he have any choice in it no i'm the player who has the who has the controller in my hand so i can be like i'm very drunk right now so i don't want to drink anymore come here we're gonna do an air 69 it's happening. What is this game called? It's called King of Booze. And so it's a drinking King? game on your console or your your system. Is this yes. A, this should be an. Uh, this should be a, a mobile app. Uh, it very well could be. It is a mobile app. No way. Oh my God. It's available on Steam, the App Store, and Google Play. Oh, well, point is, is I'll that I get it. It's mine. <laughs> Let's do it right now, live on the podcast. <laughs> live on the. Po- I don't want to air 69 with either of you. Tune in this Thursday Tune when we this stream Thursday. this. <laughs> we would lose every fan uh, immediately. Or gang all of them. Or that too, I guess. It has up to 14 players. Up to-, to 14. But the game tracks your weight and how many drinks you've had. So it, it, oh. my assumption is hopefully it takes care of you. Like, all right. This person needs to go <laughs> eat some bread or something. And They've drank so much. Correct. Okay. But it was a lot of fun. Um, we didn't play very long, mainly because we lost very quickly and realized that if we were going to keep chugging beer, that we would not be there very long. I had so. no idea this was happening. I at didn't the, either. At our, our I know. event that we put on, I had no well, idea that jo- you guys yeah. were playing a drinking game well, over Joe, there. Joe from... You Jealous. Know, well, Joe, had let, like he was like, if you want to go through my library, just go through. And like he goes, oh, this one looks kind of fun. King of Booze. I've never played it. And I'm like, <laughs> Joe, I love you. So Joe is... Nerds, uh, yeah, Joe, uh, Joe uh, Joseph Lambert from uh, our kind of our friend, uh, our other podcast friends in the DFW area. They're from Nerdsloth. And they Nerdsloth.com. Have a Nerdsloth.com. They have a number of podcasts that they do. Saturday morning, Boom Cartoon, Nerds on Tap, uh, Cinema Freak. Uh, they, 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 they do a whole bunch of stuff. So go give them a listen. They're great guys. Yeah, and I was actually on one of their episodes, if uh, you guys didn't know. I we was all on, were on a number of, one of their episodes. That is true, too. I was on the mo- he was more on, current he, he one. Did, he oh, he just cares about his own episode, obviously, because yes. he's so cool. He is. <laughs> He's cool, Austin. I'm just, I'm Thanks, Brad. Hard time. <laughs> so, King of Booze is a European game. Yes, because of course it is. Yeah, 
obviously. Oh, duh. The what, English. What else? What else do you thing. do in England? I guess drink your ass off. You just drink. All right. I I don't know. I've never been to England, so I can't actually attest to that. But uh, the next game that I played was called Lancelot, and it's a um, again another King of the Hill style game, and you play a knight on a rocket. It's kind of a weird futuristic setting kind of thing, but you're on a rocket and you have to lance other players off their rocket. And you have to stay on the level. If you go outside the level area, your rocket explodes. It's harder than it sounds because kind of like Gang Beast, the controls are bad on purpose. So, yeah. It was fun. Travis kicked your ass. Travis kicked my ass, man. I felt embarrassed. Yeah, he doesn't even play games. I I am a very avid gamer, and I boast a very high adaptability. Right. Like usually, you pick it up and after a few turns. Yeah. Oh yeah. You get no, I'm, it. I, I got. I, I got this. I boast that that I'm like you know what after a little while I'll I'll pick this up quick. I'm 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 good at that. He kicked the shit out of me. <laughs> and here's the thing about those lances is you have to hit them with the tip of the lance. Like they can't just like run into you on the rocket and kind of just move you around. and move. No, you have to actually lance them off full force with the lance off the rocket. Otherwise, you're done. Wait, is it like one life or do you have multiple lives? No, you have multiple lives. They have, oh, okay. different, they have different game settings. There's okay. King of the Hill. There's... Um, Deathmatch, there's Team Brawl, there's, I mean, there, there's just a number okay. of things. Well, so, look, look like you're on a flying steed of some kind. It's a rocket. Oh, yeah. It's literally a rocket. True. You just said that. Yeah. yeah there's no could... steed. <laughs> the steed would be fine. Flying steed. Yeah, okay, I'm on a horse. No, I'm on a rocket that explodes. <laughs> the maps look cool, I'll say that. Yeah, they did. They I were, was like, it was really cool. Game? Yeah, there's some weird, Joe, like, yeah. I've been over multiple times. We never play yeah. this. The fuck? Well, Joe even admitted that he's got like he. Uh, there's like 50 games on here I haven't even played. I'm like, my god, <laughs> he's just. Su- well, that's such as the life of a like person me. on the Steam sale, you know. I mean, oh man, let me tell you, how many games in our Steam libraries have we gone through? And like, uh, I, I think I have I'll, like. I'll get to that one. Later. Ten I haven't even touched yet. Yeah, exactly. Because Steam, so. exactly. Mm. So those are the games I played. Mm. <clears throat> that's awesome. Well, I got one I played. It's actually a card game. Exploding Kittens. Oh, oh yeah. the, from the oatmeal. <coughs> Matthew Women's uh, card game, Exploding Kittens. How'd yeah. you like it? It was actually a lot of fun. Yeah? So Lizette's been trying to get me to play this over and over and over again. I was like, we're going to play this. Like, you know, let's wait till we have our friends together. And we keep forgetting. We either get drunk and forget or whatever. We need to do that. I want to play. So finally one night, it was actually during the board game night that you had uh, last weekend. Yeah. Uh, was it last weekend? Uh, last something or other. Yeah. But yeah, there. Uh, so I was like, yeah, we, you know, we need to play this. So let's play this. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Like you, you have four cards that are the exploding kitten cards, right? Right. So those get tossed in like, a, if you have two people playing, one exploding kitten, you have an extra person, you have another exploding kitten, and then you have, I think five, you have three exploding kittens in there. I think it goes up to four. Anyway. Put those in there, shuffle the deck, and you have all these cards that allow you to either skip turns or make people draw extra cards. And the whole point is to not get the exploding kitten. Everybody has one detonate, uh, one diffuse card, and you can only diffuse the exploding kitten by having a diffuse card. So if you don't have the ex- a diffuse card, you're out of the game. So me and her just played, and it was just it, it was like Uno. You guys played Uno? Yeah, yeah we played I, Uno. I played it yesterday. Are you serious? I did. Oh, shit. Wait, you seriously yeah. played Uno? Yeah, I was at a brewery, and they had Uno there. Me and my friends got Uno out and played Uno. 
Dude, it's awesome. I'm not surprised. Shut Actually, up. I, yeah. Stop judging me. Anyway. I'm not judging you. You better not be. So it's kind of on the same terms as Uno in a way. And so, you know, you get certain cards and basically you just, you just, you just try to get as many detonation card or diffuse cards as you can and then outlast everybody else. So that was basically it. And we got the not safe for work version. So ah, it is hilarious. Nice. Hilarious. That's because Matthew Whitman's an absolute genius. If you have, if you, I don't know how much it is, but maybe like 20 bucks or something it's on Amazon. Much. Yeah. It's maybe not, not even that, but he's actually working on another game too. Really? Yeah. Oh man. I'm excited about that. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. Uh, so if you, if you want a cool card game that they have a safe for work version, so get that if you're playing with friends and family, but if you're just playing with friends, get the not safe for work version. It's hilarious. And then make sure you drink while you're doing it. Cause it just makes it that much better. Nice. Yeah. And then I played Pokemon Go. I got back into it. Oh, I, I, heard, I heard you got back into yeah. it. Yeah. Me and my girlfriend played for eight hours yesterday, and we captured four gyms, and we caught a shit ton of Pokemon downtown Fort Worth, and I, I'm impressed. It's a dick. They finally got back to where it's good again. They changed a lot of stuff, like the tracking is better. You, you, you If you don't know already, you pull up the tracking, you see Pokemon, and they have Pokestops uh, on the backside of them. Uh, and you click them, and you click on their the little tracking feet, and it shows you where the Pokestop is. So you're like, oh, shit, I want to go catch this Pokemon that's nearby, and then it tells you exactly where to go. And I'm like, okay, this is a lot better. And I'm also having a blog article come out uh, beginning of next month, I believe. Something like that. Something like that. Either two weeks or a month, uh, or two weeks or three weeks, I'll have another blog article about my adventures of Pokemon. The rise and fall of this crazy revolutionary game. No kidding. That's not really <laughs> out there anymore. I don't know. I know it's it, the, the droves are gone. The, yeah, the I'll say the 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 allure has worn off. Yeah, that's all right though. Well, those are some games we played this week. Um, please let us know what games you've played, uh, or some, or let us know some games we should play. Yeah, yeah. If there's some you like, I want to know what Brett thinks about this. Send us a message. Hello, innergamer.net. Or if you want to know what Devin thinks about something that's not Dark Souls. Shut the hell up. I've played lots of other games. If you want to know what other games Devin has played besides Dark Souls. That's what you both sound like. Where can they email us? Hit the stop button and take a break. Hello, Dina Gamer. We're going to take a break and come back and talk about lots and lots of news. I kick the shit out of both It is going to be amazing. News out the ass. News around the world. Please, for the love of God. You are listening to The Inner Gamer. And we're back. And we're back. We got some gaming news. Around the world? Around the world. What games are coming out? First up, we got some game releases for next week. We have two to talk about. They both come out on the 20th. Which seems wrong, but it's not. No, it's right. That's Tuesday. <laughs> Why would it seem wrong? I don't know. I would just say, no, actually, that's Wednesday. Anyway, so first game we have coming out is Gravity Rush 2 on the PlayStation 4. Now, this is a game that is all about manipulating gravity, that you soar around and traverse a vast and detailed open world, really big world, all this awesomeness. And yeah, it's all about gravity. It's apparently getting really solid reviews. People are liking it. It's fun and exciting. 
You want to play the first one? Anybody? Nope. I never play the first one. Although okay. I, I, uh, my old roommates uh, at one point when I was still living with a whole bunch of people, they played a shitload of Gravity Rush. They really I, I, I keep hearing about it. Like, yeah, it just a lot, just through the you know talk is big uh, right now. Mainly because there's not much to talk about, but still. Talk is big. Yeah, through the grapevine, like people have been talking about how the first one was great. I mean, we've heard about it, you know, through conversation over the years, but this actually looks fun. Like, it's like one of those games you just want to jump into after like a long day. I'm just going to. It definitely looks like one of those games that you can. I mean, yeah, they've got the different unique styles of of, uh, attacks and stuff based on gravity, and, you know, you can do heavier attacks and heavier gravity areas and lighter attacks when in the light. I mean, that sounds like a lot of fun. So, this. I mean,. Whether or not it's like, the, I don't know what the story's going to be about, but I can definitely right. see the gameplay being a big heavy hitter for this title. Right. I mean, if you like anime stuff, which I do, like it looks awesome. It's like one of the things that like, you see in anime that you want to play and games don't always do that right, nor are they striving for that, honestly. But, you know, the closest thing is like dra- the Dragon Ball games. Right. Um, but this looks really sweet. Play as a girl and you jump around in the air and, you know, kill things in there and I don't know. It reminds me of Spider-Man. Okay. I'd be behind that. Yeah. You know, yeah. you just swing it through the air. Yeah. That's true. Superpowers. What else Flying is coming out? out? So in addition to that, we also have on the same day, we have a game called Urban Empire. And I was intrigued by this because it's a, it's a PC only game and it's what's called a quote unquote city ruler in which it's a strategy game that combines a city builder thing, kind of like this SimCity with political scheming and a profound social and historic events that take place. So I would say it it's kind of like SimCity, kind of like Tropico, and then kind of like... That description made it sound like SimCity mixed with Game of Thrones. Okay. Sure. I mean, that's what the bum, name bum, sounds bum, like. Going to work at 5 a.m. in the morning. So anyway, so Urban Empire, that's coming out that day. It looks really cool. The visuals are pretty nice. It's got a nice look to it. I don't know. See what happens. But that's all we got coming out. Let's move into stories. Story stories. So first story of the day, one that some people very upset about. Uh, Microsoft confirms that their game Scalebound is canceled. Oh, no! On the chopping block. My heart is not broken. Yeah, there were some people that were very excited about this title, and I can see why uh, the artistic style Uh, seems very... uh, Oh, gosh. um, What am I trying to say? Very close to Drakengar. Um, Which I've never played. I don't know what that game is. Yeah, come on, man. Get with them classics. I'm sorry. I missed out on a lot. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't making like um, but 15 an hour. It's, it, it has, it has, uh, point is, it has been confirmed to be canceled. Um, why the cancellation? I mean, uh, they, they, they did release a statement saying, after careful deliberation, Microsoft Studios has come to the uh, decision to end production for Scalebound. We're working hard to deliver an amazing lineup of games for our fans this year, including Halo Wars 2, Crackdown 3, State of Decay 2, Sea of Thieves, and other great experiences. So no real reason behind it, but... So, some people think it's a fallout between the creator yeah, and uh, yeah. Microsoft, which yep. uh, I, I want to say this. I was very excited about Microsoft, even though I don't have... An Xbox anymore. I actually sold my back and I'm using that money to get a switch. Uh, <clears throat> fuck you, Xbox. Uh, 
Okay. No comment. No comment. No. Okay. Why would I have a comment? Well, I was, I was, I what I was looking forward to was these first party games on the Xbox because they're the only ones that actually seem to be bringing it out. Well, now you can get them on the on the PC, so that too. But that's the only thing they had really going for them. Minus right. like maybe better hardware when the when the what is it called? What's the Scorpio. new one? Yeah, Scorpio, Scorpio comes out, and it's just like that's not really that exciting. Like I felt like when we came to these consoles, they were for these first party games. Well, right. and like that Halo was, and God, that was one of my old arguments back in the day when people were asking, you know, which which uh, console should I get? And I think go where the games are at. Right. Don't worry about what people say. The console go where the games are at. That's where that's and why you're getting just, a console. And now that it's a hardware battle, it's a hardware battle now. We and have people don't even give a shit board. about console exclusives. Like I'm just gonna get it on PC where it looks 4K and ultra wide. Like yeah. best experience for me. That is. Um, everybody's got their thing. I mean, there's still people that are like console dependent, you know? But, oh no, I understand. But you shouldn't at this point, there's not enough people on any one particular console. I don't think, I think it, you're doing yourself a solid by making it open up to everything. Oh no, like being for sure. Exclusive to one thing is just right. not worthwhile much anymore right. because I think developers are yeah definitely not just realizing it, but I think that they're starting to, practice that right is the fact that i don't want to limit my i don't want to limit my sales to one console you know back in the day it was awesome because you would get these exclusives because they they would be dedicated to these this hardware for at least five to ten years right and then it just seems like over time that that time span between console generations were getting shorter and shorter so not only are they making it for the first generation now they got to make it for the second generation which which we've seen it's kind of the same with the playstation you know on the basis of, at least from what I see, the basis of what is um, the software involved with all of that. Mm-hmm. But in the future, what is? I feel like this is making it harder for for developers yeah. overall. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. But we're not developers, so no, where, how, where the hell do I know? Uh, I'll be honest. This announcement, whenever I saw this, one, I, well, actually, I was surprised. As a matter of fact, but. I wasn't upset about it because I didn't feel very... This is this was the yeah. one game from the yeah. Microsoft conference at E3 that I was not excited about. It looked cool, uh, kind of, but... But is this a warning sign? I don't know. Like don't, they, w- they need some first-party games. Yeah. And I wouldn't necessarily look at last go... Year, we had ReCore that didn't do so hot. Yeah. I wouldn't go so far as to say that it might be a warning sign, but it definitely is one of those things where they should take it as a sit-up-and-take-notice. Right. Like it, it, it it is something that they need to address head on. Right. But not to not not to where like, you know, the ship's on its side. No, this is just true. This is another true. hit and they need to make sure that they're patching these holes. That might have been too bold to say it's a warning sign. Yeah. Obviously there's something else going around here. Sure, sure. So. But I mean, but still it's it, it is it is still something that they they need I think they to need be cognizant of as maybe not as popular as game would be. I feel like they need yeah. something unique. But oh well. Um, if you want to, uh, they do still have uh, gameplay of Scalebound uh, from the E3 2016. Probably on YouTube. Go see. Hit it up. You know, maybe the game could get picked up again, or maybe somebody else will decide to do it. But um, that's it for that one. So, next up, we have Mass Effect Andromeda won't be having a season pass. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So, I have to say how pleasantly pleased I am to hear too. this. Me too. 
this started a huge debate amongst me and my friends when this was announced because there were some of us who were th- who have said, you know, I I buy season passes religiously, and there were those of us who say I don't buy DLC until well after its launch. And you know, there's arguments for or against, but for me, what it boils down to is you're willing to sacrifice your sales for the investment in the loyalty of your fan base here and i love that wait so what are you what are you thinking on this like i've heard a lot of people over like this is this is not good like why would they do this like that that must mean they don't have anything in the future for and i was like that's what i was thinking like some people are saying the reason why they don't like this is that they're not going to develop they're thinking that this is a this is coming out and they're not going to like support much of it after i don't know why they think that here's no but here's my take yeah and you can you can disagree with me on this and tell me if you do or not we saw at the beginning of this year overwatch come out everybody paid for overwatch 60 bucks some waited a little bit later and got it for pretty cheap 30 bucks even which is what i think it's on sale for now 30 bucks this game has continuously released updates new characters new levels and still and still has slated to continue to put out more levels and more characters. No one ever talked about a season pass. No, no one ever complained no about. Oh, there's no season pass? pass. How much did you have to pay to get all this content? They got excited. absolutely nothing. Forty bucks if you got it on PC. But see, here's what launch. I think the issue is with this, and the reason why the reaction is the way it was is that people expect with Overwatch, it wasn't as much of a thing because they're still accustomed to the idea that yes, there's usually season passes and stuff like that that come out of games. But you also will get free content that come with those multiplayer experiences. Right. Mass Effect Andromeda is a story-driven experience. So I think other developers and other publishers have gotten us used to the idea that when you release a game, it comes attached with a season pass because there will be more content coming out. If there is no season pass, this is what you get. Because Far Cry Primal came out earlier this year and it didn't have a season pass and they never brought anything else out with it after that. But I don't agree with that. I personally think that maybe they're finally maybe ea's finally opened up their eyes a little bit because here we have titanfall 2 that came out with no season pass correct so they they made that conscious decision to do that absolutely and i wonder if maybe they're doing it here maybe we're gonna get this game and then we're gonna get a couple more story dlcs down the line that would be cool fine that's that's that's, how it used to be that is that is what i see i my my assumption is that ea for all their faults in the past Maybe it just, you know, maybe the final horse is finally getting across the finish line, but they're realizing that we are sick and tired of paying for DLC that, be, to be honest, sometimes we may not even play or even really like. Yeah. I got infuriated at Bioshock Infinite when I bought a season pass and I got one DLC. Yeah, that would suck. I got one. I'm sorry. If you told me that you get a season pass and all the DLC that comes out, you're going to get to play every last one of them. You're going to get all the downloads. But they all suck. (laughs) Or you get one. You you get one. Here's one. Here's one. Ten minutes. (laughs) Well, then why did I get a season pass? Yeah. Yeah. Now, of course, there is on the other side of the coin the ones that did work because Borderlands 2 had a season pass and you got a boatload of content for that full campaigns that were great and a lot of fun and added great depth into the story. 
that one was worth it. But that one was, to me, the exception to the rule. Right. Everything so, else I've encountered thus far has infuriated me as far as DLC content. So so the season pass thing, you know, quickly, has been one of those things that's been kind of coming around more of lately, and I think it's finally solidified itself in uh, our society of gaming. Quit making me pay for it. Right. Uh, <laughs> I have my qualms with this, and if you listen to Kind of Funny, they have the same qualms with, like, you know, you, you, if you support these games before launch, you're supporting them to come out the way they are. You know, right. if, you don't, if you're not waiting, if you're not waiting for the review, you know they're just going to give you a half-ass, which we've seen a lot in the past few years. Don't make me pay for a half-assed, f- unfinished game. Yeah, no one wants that. No one. I mean, everyone gets, you know, everyone gets screwed in the end, and, and, and you don't have a good, successful life cycle yeah. with that. Yeah. It's sad. It, it is. It's frustrating. I agree. So, <laughs> what I'm really upset about is that people are really are complaining like oh why doesn't have a season pass that means it's not gonna be good blah 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 and like i think for, that for people, people the people the, the, it's, the gaming we've gotten been, so used to it they have been conditioned uh, now at this point yeah. to to expect why isn't ea screwing me over for 20 more extra dollars what is this and now and, and you know, malarkey if EA, if ea listens to them well, then we're just pushing it we're pushing the no. needle back in the wrong no, direction no i hopefully they stick to this and yeah. Brett, like you said we've saw it with titanfall 2 we're seeing it now with mass but, effect andromeda yeah please just keep this progress moving forward and right. let let this be the new norm but they haven't really officially released an official press statement about what they're doing yeah and that's uh, a, that's the thing. I mean, my my deal with this is, if you're gonna charge us for a season pass or for any kind of additional content, make sure that content is good and worth the price of the payment. Like you know, you have The Witcher, that DLC that came out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I never played it, but uh, people have talked extensively about how amazing that was. And what was it, ten, twenty dollars for that DLC? Blood and Wine. Blood and Wine was fifteen. Yeah, fifteen dollars. And what you got an extra like forty hours of content at least out of it. Solid. Like yeah. that's. That Solid. is well worth yeah. the money. Solid. You know, I mean, I mean, granted, uh, that's good content. That's not yeah. just like right. 40 going, hours of fluff. Going back to the the one from Gearbox with Borderlands 2, when they sold their season pass, they even came out and said, we have a plan for four DLCs. Here's what you get. Yeah, yeah. You can either buy the season pass or you can buy these individually, but we have a, a plan for four total DLCs. And that's another thing I think that's really important is like that's... Battlefield 1, for example, and the whole Battlefield franchise, that's what they've been doing is they say it's an extra $50 for our season pass, our premium package. And you know when you get that, you're going to get, I think it's five expansions, which each one comes with four maps, new vehicles, new game modes. You know what you're going to get at way ahead of time when you purchase that. So unless you're, you know, Bethesda, Gearbox, or, you know, Dice, you shouldn't be having season passes. Correct. (laughs) Because all of them have proved that they deliver hardcore Everyone else is just following a trend now. It's just like, oh, we're going to make a few extra bucks. Does From Software charge for their season pass or their DLC? Yeah. They do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they charge. But, but they don't have a season pass, do they? No season pass, but yeah. honestly, they, they um, in, as a, in history, they have, all, they have always just done <coughs> one or two DLCs for a game. Right. Dark Souls 2 was the exception to the rule. They came out with four. Uh, you, you paid for every single one, mm. but they added... A substantial amount to the game right. in whole, right? Which I was totally fine with. Dark Souls One did one. Dark Souls Three has already had one out now. The Ashes of Ariandel, and now they they are they haven't come out and said what it is, but they do have a second DLC planned for this year nice. as well. What right. it is, I don't know. In this day and age, everyone's gonna have DLCs. Yeah. Is there really a reason to yeah. have? I mean, people just want replayability. Money up front. Yeah, I'm all about replayability. Give really? me another reason to go play a great game. I had a great experience with. Right. 
Right. It's a good way to keep your game alive. Of course. So, so moving on, we are going to talk on our last story here about a update to Mafia 3. Yep. Mafia 3 recently Wait, got... there's an update? There was an update. <laughs> it's funny. You asked that. <laughs> Mafia 3 got an update back in December for the PS4 Pro, but nobody noticed it. <laughs> was there a press release about this? There was not. New. No. Was this it a general cover press update. release? It okay. just got an update. All yeah. Right. So the update, what it did was it gave the... It boosted the native resolution from 1080p to 1440p for PS4 Pro owners mm. with a 4K TV. Mm. And like uh, in addition to that, the um, the frame rate's also improved, meaning yep. that it's still capped at 30 frames per second, but it runs a little bit smoother somehow with a more consistent frame rate. <laughs> so even PS4 users got a little bit better frame rate. <laughs> so, so it this, doesn't just run at 30 FP yeah. like half of the time. Yeah. <laughs> now we'll do it like three quarters of the time. That's improvement. That's an improvement. So the thing, the reason why I want to talk about this is ever since the PS4 Pro came out, there's been this confusion about what, obviously it makes games better, look better. It has the ability to do that. But game developers, there's no really defined system about how to let people know, does this game work on PS4 Pro better than if I had a PS4? And if it does, what does it do for me? Like, why do I want to get this game? Is it worth it to buy this game on my PS4 Pro? Will I get a better experience out of it than I would on a PS4 or whatever? Right. None of that is indicated anywhere. Like, I think it'd be a great sales tactic for you to sell a PS4 Pro to go onto a site and be able to see, like, here's all the games of that support PS4 Pro, and here's why they're better on this. Like that'd be, a, I think that'd be a great way to pull people in. All the tactics they use in like last generation to, to, to separate themselves from each other, I feel like all that just like got thrown out the window all of a sudden. And yeah. they don't even like, oh look at this game that plays really good on our console. Not, they didn't even say that. Like no. just oh, roll it out. All right, next one. Like like a so, conveyor belt. Although game. Sony has been like dominating the field right now, I feel like they've like they fumbled the they've, ball. They've lacklustered. Over and then, the and then the Xbox past, like, is kind of, four. yeah, Xbox isn't even picking it up. This like, no, we're, we're ready. No. Okay. No. What do we do now? Not even that. <laughs> you know, I, I, when, Go a, PC. when, a, when a, when a game is willing to update itself and let you know, yeah, that, that to me is where it speaks volumes. But and is there too it, many games out? Is it, is it, are we convoluting the whole area i mean the pool the pool is thick okay to be sure the pool is thick well we covered an article where steam had like 90 percent of its or 80 or 60 percent of its library out last year mm-hmm. so i guess that kind of lets it, you know well, it's and it is hard to keep up but i think it's up to the developers to somewhat to somehow incorporate those updates into the game Right, and I'll, I I can community tell you, manager maybe. Well, and uh, there's two examples I know. Um, uh, there was one from. Oh crud! Now I'm blanking on the, it. Was a um, PlayStation Xbox? No, it was on the Xbox. Oh, uh, okay. uh, Gears of War um, would give updates um, on its multiplayer. Oh, nice. They, they would just a quick little update. If you did a download, it would say, "Here's what we fixed." Like it'll pop up in the game. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when you That's booted nice. up the game, yeah. Uh, Dark Souls does the uh, Dark Souls three actually does the exact same thing. Anytime you log on, it tells you what the last update was, and it will say when that was. It will actually tell you. I can tell you whether one it was like December eighteenth, twenty sixteen. 
here's the latest update and everything that came along with it. Tells that's you that you need this to bug was fixed, right. that, and that's not hard. Yeah. Well, I will Swap say this: maybe it's maybe it's the gamers themselves because I know uh, uh, when I was playing Metal Gear Solid Five, they was always coming with those updates that come out at the front. And I would just click through them because I was like, I just want to get to the game. Why are all these things here? Why are they blocking my path to playing? Yeah. And I wouldn't even look at them. I would just be like, yeah. click, 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 skip, 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 skip. I don't know. Well, you know what? Might also be everyone's fault. Makes that and real, real quick, I do want to mention that there is a packaging thing now where they put PS4 Pro Enhance on the packaging to let you know it's nice. enhanced. Nice. So that is the thing that exists. That I don't think that existed when it first came out, but it, it does now. Mm. But mm. what's really hard now, especially, is that so many of our devices, and that you know, this isn't the fault of the developers. This is actually the fault of the systems that we use. But so many of the devices we use now. Whenever an update comes out, it updates in the background, right? Like you have PlayStation 4 has the ability to update your games in the background. So when you pull up that game, unless the developer, as you mentioned, puts a message when you come into the game that says, hey, this happened, right. you don't ever notice it. Like right. I used to read every single update that came out with my iPhone apps. Like I used to go through those because I had to manually update them myself. Mm. So it was nice for me to look at it and be like, oh, this is cool. I read like this is coming new. This is different. This has changed. I don't ever see that anymore because it just does in the background. Right, right. And so that's kind of a case on the the system that you're using that does that. But I still feel like the fact that this went unseen, this Mafia 3 thing, like, is an issue. No, it's a clear issue. People need to have a better idea of why this is better. Yes, it's 4K. Yes, it's this. Yes, it's that. But they need to know what if you buy it and you get, like, one game that... Like you, you buy for like two games, and then you find out after the fact that those two games aren't supported. It's not clear that they're not or are. Yeah. Right. You hope you hope they all are, but they're not. So yeah. that's an issue. Anyway, you were gonna say. Well, it, it to me, it's the issue of if if we as gamers are holding these developers and these you know these big mega video game corporations accountable for games that are working or not working. And we've talked plenty at length before about gamers being left in the dark about a game that is not working. <clears throat> no Man's Sky. <clears throat> yeah. We, I, I feel as we, as your consumers, your fan base, the gamers who are playing these games, we are owed explanation. We are owed updates. Right. To show that these issues that we're having are being fixed. Blizzard, again, as always, is killing it in that world. Why Constantly they? releasing out not just updates, but news about the updates. Right. Releasing official statements. Saying Videos? Blog video, posts? Correct. Twi- tweets? Correct. Everything on the tweets. Stay tuned next week at 7 p.m. Central where there will be an updated video for Overwatch. Right. And sure enough, bam, here's all the stuff that you were having issues with for as far as Anna goes. Here's what we're fixing with Roadhog. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm thinking, holy crap, I love this company and this game, so I'm going to keep playing. They right. know their audience. They do. They, well, just, they do. Just like Devin said in the past, like uh, another uh, past podcast, how there seems to be a disconnect now, especially going forward, where before it was all about, you know, the games. You know, this is where you go to get the games, well, whatever system it was. And now it's like, this is where you go for the hardware. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're just trying to keep up with the Joneses. And we see this hardware battle, like we said before. And it's. <sighs> It is really taking away uh, from from the gaming aspect. Yeah. That, that this is the reason why we all play. Like, yeah, I, I, come I'm, to these consoles. I'm, I'm playing the on this console so I can play a game with my friends. Right. 
Yeah, exactly. We're not coming to, I mean, yeah, some of us care about the beefiest console, but I feel like that's the realm for the PC. Leave it for the PC. Right. You know, bring the games for these consoles. And that's why I bought a PlayStation and an Xbox this generation. Right. It's for the, both those games. I bought it so I could play my games with my friends. Fuck, I, I got the same game across all three cons- <laughs> all three platforms. I'm I ain't going to buy buying Overwatch on the PS4 tonight. So right. There's a reason. There is a reason. Yeah. But for me, I just, I'm just going to buy it on PC. Yeah. So. Awesome. Well, uh, that concludes our gaming segment, uh, our our news segment for this uh, week. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we covered all the topics that you wanted to hear. If we missed something, please email us your thoughts or shoot us a message over on our social media channels and let us know what you think. We'll try to get to it on the next cast. Thanks, guys. And we're going to take a quick break. Hit the stop button. Break! Hit the stop button, Brett. Break! Gosh, don't be so mean. I'm going to punch you. It's a mean Mario. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't. I don't it know. Just came out. Man. I've just been sipping this whiskey. You are listening to the Inner Gamer. And switch. So here we are. Here we are. Everyone snap and switch. Um, switch. Okay. So uh, discussion time. Yes. So, so we watched this last Thursday. Uh, Nintendo had their gigantic press release. Ooh. Go ahead. Was it was it gigantic? <laughs> Tell me, was Go it ahead. gigantic? Yeah, that's good. Keep going, Brad. What are you doing? What's going oh, on? He was here? all mad because of Brett lead. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I the notes on said, his toes. Brett is leading this. Yeah, it's Go okay. Ahead. It's okay. Well, I was going to talk about the Nintendo Switch and how <laughs> we had the oh. press conference. Sorry, we were talking week. about that. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I'm not saying anything else the rest of this podcast. <laughs> now I'm all thrown off. My brain's all messed up. Oh, it's, man. It's okay. That's all right. You guys so, are the worst. So That's last fair. week, we watched the Nintendo Switch press conference. <laughs> Me and Devin sat here. Yeah. We had yeah, we actually oh, had a glass yeah. of wine. Yeah. We uh, Good stream, streamed guys. it online. Did you watch it? I took I extensive notes. Okay. We had a we had a, a nice. visitor the entire time. It was awesome. All right. Yeah, they were communicating with us and everything. Perfect. Actually, it was a friend of mine, but still. Yeah, still visiting. Anyway, so we have a lot of news to cover on Nintendo Switch Man. and what it's all about. They gave us literally everything. They gave us a lot of information. However, I will say the biggest thing to take away from it right now is that they are all awkward and they don't look human. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, the announcers? I'm sorry, they were, not, they were not good public speakers. Okay. They really weren't. Yeah, they, did you watch it, Austin? I did not. They, okay, uh, they walked across like the stage like robots. It was very weird. Well, how do we know they aren't robots? Dude, I don't... They might... Well, they very might... They, Nintendo I, I might, say this... Ni- people who work for Nintendo might all be androids. Well, I say this not as like being racist or I am being a little stereotypical, but the Asians, like they're the ones who create all the AI and the robots that look real and shit, and it's just like... What if they taken over? What if they're taking them over Dude, one by the, one? The I uh, yeah, they're well, integrating okay, to society. So I was gonna talk about this at the end, but let's talk about it now because it's very <laughs> oh shit. What happened? Mention. No, just like like he said, that conference was so. It was so interesting to see the difference between like an Apple press conference or a Microsoft press yeah. conference and what Nintendo put on. In which case, like they were very very direct about everything they deliver. Mm-hmm. Like they show you a product video, and instead of it being like all cool and stylistic it was like here's where the buttons are yeah here's where this cable plugs into here while, and while it's something so we cool would, snap while something we would see <laughs> yeah while something we would see at like the microsoft press conference where someone comes up there and does a lot of bro talk and 
jazzed it up and like there's right. hot girls dancing in the background. No, this was a very deliberate. This wasn't even like I'd say. A so it wasn't EA or Ubisoft? No, <laughs> no. This to me was like a sales call. Yeah, they didn't have a dance was, number this, at the beginning with like they freaking, didn't. Oh no, man, no, you know? absolutely not. This was a flashy sales call. Like they, like Brett said, it was very direct. They actually showed you the buttons layout for the Switch, and then this is the A button. You will see on the back of the Joy-Con controller where there is the R and L button to mimic that of holding a controller. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's funny. Now that you say that. I know what you're talking about, but I was watching and I was like, this is everything I want to know. Oh, what's going to happen next? Yeah. Like I was very on, on yeah. cue, but maybe we're so used to we're used to E3. The, no, we're used the, to the to the bro style delivery. Explosions, uh, yeah. Michael Bay. Blah, Come blah, blah. on, bro. You, can't, <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't gonna be able to hold on to your seat when you see what's coming up next with this game, bro. Or Battlefield <laughs> 1 having all the rappers at their event. I mean, yeah. come on. Here's oh a bunch of rappers. God. Here we, here we had nightmare. the people that actually work for the company, and they're kind of awkward, but they were fun. They were they're awkward, g- but they were giving good information. And they need some fashion tips. I'm just gonna put it right oh there. Oh my god, I don't have so the best awkward. fashion style. <laughs> but my gosh. Alright, let's let's show me some hardware and like so the system came out. They announced a lot of stuff. It's coming out March 3rd. That's when it's going to launch. Yes. March 3rd, 2017. Which is very, very soon. Very soon. It's going to be $299.99. So th- right at $300, which I think is a good price point. I'm pretty absolutely. happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's only $100 more than a Nintendo 3DS XL. It's right. pretty crazy. Right. And you're going to get with it the console, the Joy-Con controllers attached to the side, the Switch controller adapter, the two wristband straps, cable, and plugs that plug into it. I'm assuming you get an HDMI cable with it. So, yeah. Uh, It uses USB-C to charge, which is kind of cool. That, to me, was amazing. Yeah, that that is a why that is a big announcement as why? far as the USB C. Oh, oh, okay, okay. The, for yeah, charging, yeah, okay. like, are you kidding me? Like, that's you can charge that literally anywhere now. I can plug that into my freaking laptop. I mean, it's not every like all all Wait, the Android devices are switching to that as their charging port. Huh. And then the rumor is that the iPhone that's coming out this next year is going to use USB C instead of Thunderbolt oh. for charging as well because it only makes sense Shit. that the MacBook Pro came out with the USB C on it. I think we're finally potentially going to get a standard here so i have to switch now you have to switch oh fuck (laughs) if if you snap every time you say switch now (laughs) that couldn't be any more perfect and lame at the same time i'm going to take the conference i'm Ah. going to take your thumbs from you i will take your thumbs and wear them on a necklace Until you uh, stop laughing at that stupid joke. Other than that, if people are going to look uh, back and be like, when did we switch to all this weird hardware? Be like, oh, yeah, Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo fucked it up. Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. All right. So anyway. In addition to that, they did finally come out and save the battery life, which this is a little underwhelming. Very. It's going to range anywhere between two and a half hours on certain games up to six hours. So that's what we get on a So charge. expect one hour charge. <laughs> Basically. Well, and that's that's why I think they went to the USB char, uh, USB-C uh, charge So standards. much faster. Because so, this ain't lasting. Yeah. Well, luckily they said they have replaceable batteries for them. So you can take spare batteries, which is, at this point, kind of lame. Will they be and, backups? Yeah, you have backup batteries still. So like if you run out of your charge, you have like two AA batteries in there to like... Well, no, you like you're going to have home. battery packs. To, well, that's what I'm assuming from this. Like they're going to have their own battery packs. That'll be interesting. I mean, just like Sony and like LG, when they can release cameras and stuff, they always have their own type of memory card and stuff. It's really weird. I don't understand, but that's what I'm assuming. I don't yeah. know. Um, 
they also said that the Joy-Con controllers are now uh, being used like the new uh, Wii U modes, which has the gyroscope built in, and it's that one-to-one mapping. So it fully maps out like all your movements and wrist motions and everything. I think it's come of age. I think it's nice. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think, think that was that was a good, really bad. cool feature. I think yeah. that's stupid Wii U knockoff. No, I think that's important to have. Yeah, no, I think, for sure. I think it should Absolutely. should have been there. I mean, it makes sense. You have those things you pull off. Like, what else are you gonna? I mean, you're, what else are you gonna do with them? Besides, are you gonna use them, in your them sideways to toy around with? No. You know, you're not gonna do that. But no. speaking of the controllers, was okay. I was watching it, and was it just me, or was it weird when they're like, you hold it up here, and your shoulders are, you know flexing but then you could take them off and you could just relax your shoulders and oh when hold he, your arms down when, while you play and i'm he, like when he what? was when he was displaying how to properly On relax the couch, yeah. the couch. <laughs> it was, was like, so weird what? he gave such like the draw me like one of your fringe girl poses i was like this is how i play <laughs> no we, we need the okay. titanic music yeah coming <laughs> in where it's uh, like, <laughs> no awful yeah um, they also have an eight-player local multiplayer, which, which is a lot, yeah. awesome. That's cool. And then there's going to be an online service. This is the unfortunate part. There's going to be a paid subscription. Yep. Hopefully, it offers some good features to make it worthwhile, and hopefully, the price point's good. Um, <sighs> they did come out and say today that the paid subscription will come with games every month, but they are demos, so you can only play for 30 days, and then after that, they ask you to pay for them. Lame. That is lame. That is lame. 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 <clears throat> Thanks so, guys for listening anyways, to the Air Gamer yeah. Podcast. <laughs> give, let's take hey, a break was, while I take Brett's was, thumbs from. That was from uh, I think it was from um, what's that show? Thirty Rock. Thirty Rock. Mm, okay. Cool, so. Anyways, uh, and then, I would say in this day and age, you, I, no. Look, here's the yeah. thing. But like, and we 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 we've, we've talked about paid subscriptions before a little bit, but Microsoft does it. You get a couple of free games every month. Sure, they might be Xbox 360 titles. And may not be something that you play every day, but they're free games. Sony has a paid subscription, and you get a free game every month, a couple of them. Right. Some that are really freaking amazing and really solid titles. Yes. To me, Rocket League. So Sony is leading the charge on this, and they are they are what should be setting the standard. Nintendo coming out with this and saying that we're going to do a paid subscription and it won't come with any free games, but rather a game that you can demo. It's a really cheap move. I don't know if this is a marketing scheme or if this is just something that they're well, okay. They're very adamant about, like, we're not going to give any free games away. Maybe right. that's just the, the their, their business model, but it's a bad one. Here's so the deal. I, I, I used to get a magazine subscription right. to Nintendo Power. No, not Nintendo Power. It was another one that I would get a game disc inside that was a demo disc with like eight games or like five five to eight games in there. And that magazine cost me like three bucks. So if this is any more than $3 a month, I'm a pissed. Uh, really I guarantee it's going to be at least $20 a month. No, it won't be that expensive because PlayStation Plus is $60 a year. Exactly. That's going to be at least 20 Twenty dollars a month—that's like wait, that's like two hundred dollars oh, a year. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I forgot yeah. it's a monthly thing. It's not like you can't buy a year subscription. No, I think you can. Okay, you better be able to because that's well, all I they do. Said it's so an online subscription, but they release those game that right. game content monthly. I don't know if y'all can answer this, uh, but I'm looking at you, Devin. Maybe you can. Is their library that big for them to release games every month for like the foreseeable future? Well, here's the thing: it's going to be portable games mostly yeah. like which is fine like your 
Which is fine. Game like, Boy like, Advance, or like, they might do some NES stuff. Yeah, what they if they start releasing, giving NES now, games if, away? Here's the thing. For if, free. If, if they gave that out for free, almost definitely. I, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Here, take my money now. Oh, you're you're putting out Act Razor this month? Perfect. Right. Oh, this month we get uh, 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 Rampage? I'm in. Did I freaking love Rampage? Who doesn't love Rampage? That was awesome. It was great. So good. All right, so you're paying kind of like $5 a month for right. PlayStation Plus. What are they going to charge um, a month? Like, what's it? Again, like I said, any more than $3 would not be worth it, I don't yeah. think. I'll but like, what? Give us more with it. So they're giving us demos away? Like, what are they giving us besides multiplayer? You're getting multiplayer and access like, what to are we paying for? chat lobbies and stuff like that. That's it. And then the exclusive deals. That's what that's what comes with the subscription: exclusive deals, monthly demos, online access, and then an online chat lobby. Still not worth it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not. Still not so, worth it. Anyway, so that's so even that's even twenty dollars uh, twenty dollars a year for a month would be one point six seven dollars. Yeah. Mm. E- either way, this is. I'm just trying to get an idea. Forever, like I know. Yeah. It's, it's blowing my mind. We don't know what it is yet. Completely, they could change this by the time it comes out. We got they a couple better. months left, so we'll see what happens. But um, last but not least, a few other weird things. Well, first the force feedback. What did you guys think of that demo thing that they were showing with like the ice cubes and the ice witchcraft? Cool. Like, absolute, <laughs> yeah, yeah. absolute witchcraft. Yeah. But it's I don't cool. See how that's possible. Well, we haven't played it yet, have we? I know. It just seems weird to me. Like, how yeah. can you simulate... But they would be the ones that do it. That do that. Oh, that's true. They would be the ones I that mean, do it. Yeah. I guarantee you, they would be the ones that do it. Not that I am saying that... Witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still sticking with witchcraft. Okay. No, it, it, that, that part blew my mind. Force feedback, being able to, as he did in the demo, hold it up and it can imitate a solitary ice cube in a glass, then imitate the f- sensation of multiple ice cubes falling into a glass and then imitate the sensation of water filling up said glass with ice in it. And a little itty bitty thing and in a her tiny, Those Joy-Con controllers are tiny. I have giant spindly fingers. I am going to get carpal tunnel from playing. But this is witchcraft. Imagine Hagrid from Harry Potter trying to do that. <laughs> like his hand be wouldn't like, be able to feel it. It's so big. He'd be yeah. like, what is this small pebble? I won't pebble be able to my- play, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, Speaking of uh, tiny things like that, yeah. uh, the cartridges, they're going to cartridges. No no more discs. And they're like the size of a 3DS cartridge. Yeah. It's so weird. That's bizarre. I'm cool with that. I just hope they have digital downloads. Oh, they do. They do. But you only have a two gigabyte memory card on your thing. But they no, said thir- they, they, 35. 35 gigabytes. But they said you can, you can add bad. more. You could... Probably much you like can you could with the Wii or the Wii U, you where you can put in your own to, SD card. You can add up to a two terabyte SD card storage space. They so, have those now. Yeah, that's good. yeah. my yes. God. Yeah. Where have yeah. I been? I don't know. I know. Um, but here's the other kicker for that: those tiny cartridges retail sixty bucks. Bet you it costs them five bucks to make that car, or two dollars to make that cartridge. Well, they got to yeah, make they, up some money, son. They do. They live I in mean, Asian countries. Those things are like falling out of the sky. We, we, dude, we knew this. We knew this was going to be coming out probably, but I mean, I'm it, glad there's. Every, I think sixty dollars is fine. It's video, a, it's yeah, a con- video game. Video field. game companies yeah, no, lose yeah. money on consoles, so for yeah. them to come out with a sixty dollar game yeah. is totally fair. And the console is three hundred dollars. If we haven't already said that, right? That is mind-blowing yeah it's a good price um, i'm happy with that it's so a great price with our uh now that we got the console what do we have the console for oh yeah it's for games so what we have the biggest thing i guess everyone pretty much shit their pants over <laughs> for uh for, i did uh, smelly pants over here yeah um 
the the launch title for the Nintendo Switch is Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Pre-ordered. I got it. You, you, yeah, I'm, you, I'm right. You, I'm ready. You just went right right into it. Yeah. Dove, dove right in. No, this is a game. I haven't played a Zelda game since Majora's Mask, which God. I only played like maybe an hour of. God, that makes wow. me so sad. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I need to play a Zelda game, and this looks fucking amazing. Dang. I will eat that up. If All the, right. I know people are like, oh, there's not a lot of launch games. Like Luis was like, there's not a lot of launch games. I'm kind of like, you know, this is anticlimactic. But for me, dude, I'm so happy. You're you're so. I'm gonna be in that. I'm gonna be in it for a good game. Oh yeah, but that's not the only game that you're gonna get when it comes out. True, true. There's only big game coming out. They also have four more titles that have been confirmed at last launch titles. We have Skylanders Imaginators, which is for those kids and stuff like that. Yep. You have Just Dance 2017. I will never play that. You have Super Bomberman R. (laughs) That I will play. And then you have One Two Switch. Now let's talk about One Two Switch for a second because they had had that at the conference. What was it? What was it? You said? What you said? Gimmick. (laughs) Gimmick. This game Switch. is a gift. Oh, Brett. <laughs> so, oh, hey, where's your thumbs go, Brett? I know, right? <laughs> uh, I'm going to chew them off when so, I take them. So, 1 2 Switch is a party like game that I most closely relate to the gimmick of Wii Sports in a way. I Wii mean, Sports. Wasn't a gimmick, but it's uh, like Wii Sports. Did you ever Sports. play WarioWare on the Wii? No. I don't even know what that is. Okay, WarioWare, it was a party game. Okay. Uh, where, you know, everyone took turns like, here, shake a can of soda as fast as you can, or. Uh, uh, throw throw these barrels over your head, kind of thing with the using the using the Wiimote. Man, it's it's a gimmick game. It's to show off the technology. You're going to be able to do a fast draw game where you take the the Joy-Con controller, put it at your side, and then pull it up real quick and point it at the other person and, and hit the hit the button. And it's a it's a, like, they were big about the idea that you wouldn't be looking at a screen, but instead looking at each other. Yeah, that was a big push there, but. And that's what's weird to me is like this is going to be a game that you have to play with three or more people. Yeah. You're going to have two people playing against each other, not looking at the Nintendo screen, and then you're going to have one person just watching all the fun happen. So I, I, I don't I don't know, man. That it, it it I'm sure it will be fun. I'm sure it's going to be worth a couple of laps, but to me the novelty of this is going to wear off right. very quickly. So that's the uh, the launch so, titles that we have coming out. Those are there are three. What? <laughs> so with these so for that game, like I feel like it's Stewart from Mad TV. Is like look what I can do. Oh, like everyone's yeah, no, like look no, what I can do. Yeah, look what I can do. Yeah, look what I can do. That's about right. Like no, no, like no. Give we're me my still game. coming of age for these like yeah. movable things. Like yes. v- the VR is the closest thing we have to something that's like these yeah. these controllers. It's cool. It's cool, but. I mean, but, these are just gimmicks right now. Yeah, like it's not the it it's not the Oculus Touch controller. Exactly. Let's be real. Yeah. There but you go. anyway, oh, so those are the titles that are coming out at launch that we know of. Hopefully, there's going to be some more because other than Legend of Zelda, there isn't a lot to really get excited about. There is Bomber Man's cool. One Two Switch is kind of cool, but it's not going to give you the length of time that Zelda will. Yeah. But in addition to that, we also have the March through summer window, basically spring summer window, in which there's only three more that they more or less set are coming one of those is a game that i thought was pretty cool it's called arms yeah and it uses the joy con controllers and it's basically a fighting game a boxing thing yeah it's a boxing game in which your arms extend outward as you throw them in the game so you punch like you normally would and then they extend outward like a uh like a spring the spring yeah like the uh what's in rumble and rocket league that Mm, kick yeah it's kind of like if you mixed um, uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots with yes. uh, 
with those kind of item uses from yeah. Rocket League. Yeah. So it looks cool. I mean, it looks it like looks it could fun. be a fun That one game will probably be a fun friends. multiplayer one. Uh, they're also going to bring out Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is supposed to be on April 28th, which is a confirmed date. That's a basically an expanded remake of Mario Kart 8 from the Wii U. So yeah. that's going to be cool. I'm glad we get a Mario Kart game. I wish it was new, but... Yeah. I mean, it's Mario Kart. It's, it's Mario Kart. What else are they going to yeah, do with exactly. it? They're adding Splatoon characters, so that's nice. Yeah. Speaking of Splatoon, Splatoon 2 will be here. We'll be yeah. on. Absolutely. That looks fun. I cannot wait to play Splatoon 2. Did you have a lot of fun with Splatoon? I never played it. Really? That's why I can't wait to play it for real because I never got to play it on the Wii U because I never had one. I had a lot of friends who played Splatoon and they sing its praises very heavily. Yeah. Looks like a fun alternative shooter game to call of duty and all the horrible war games that we play so i'm down with that <laughs> yeah, yeah. cover each other with paint instead i mean i'm gonna You're get making it. a mess i'm gonna get it so we can play with each other right well i'm, I'm all right yeah, i'm all right yeah. with that yeah. and then um we have a huge list of games that are huge. also slated but unfortunately the 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 date for them is uh, uh we don't know um, very much unknown. Thanks. We have uh, one of the big heavy hitters that we saw there, which this game looked amazing. But Super Mario Odyssey, yeah, looked uh, looked so Cannot much wait. looked so much fun. I, I want to play the hell out if, of this. If there is something that will get me to buy the Nintendo Switch, that game will be it right there. That should have been the one that this like Mario Zelda, even like uh, uh, just those two, I would have been very satisfied. Right, with. right. I mean, I'm so happy, but. Those two Metroid, together, like some kind of Metroid game, yeah, at yeah. launch, yeah, would have been killer. Oh man, they'd be blowing it up. Um, Super Mario Odyssey is really interesting because it takes the Mario character. The biggest addition to this is that one, you're traveling to different locations around the world, but you also have your hat that you can throw, and is its own character in itself that you yep. can use to yeah, have Luigi. a support character. Yeah, it reminds me of the relationship with Ratchet and Clank in the Ratchet oh, and Clank games. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, Where the hat's going to be not just an integral part of gameplay, but of character. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Yeah. So that'll be cool. We also have Fire Emblem Warriors, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Uh, this one is the one I'm very excited about because this one looked amazing to me. It's Beautiful. Project Octopath Traveler. It's an 8-bit side-scroller. Um, from Square Enix. From Square Enix. And it looked like a turn-based Final Fantasy game, but the art style in it just gripped me so hard. Like it looks beautiful. It was cool. Cause it, I mean, it was an eight bit looking game, but they had it where it was in different layers yeah. and the back layers were, it had a shallow depth of field to them yep. so that they were just slightly out of focus. And then the foreground was moving independently from the background. And right. I just love the, love this look. Oh, it looked great. Very interesting. Um, they also have the new dragon quest, uh, 10 and 11, also with that, that's going to come with um, Dragon Remakes. Quest, yeah, one and two as yeah. well. Yeah, um, a game called Atlas looked interesting. Interesting yeah. teaser trailer. I don't yeah. know much about it, but apparently, no, I don't it's, people were excited about it. Yeah. So that's been around before. <laughs> steep is coming. So Ubisoft bringing yep. the steep snowboard game. Yep. So that you got a sports game. And then they were big on the FIFA one. FIFA, yeah, yeah they were big FIFA's on the announcement for FIFA for that one. Um, we're getting Rayman Legends, Ultra Street Fighter 2. I love Street Fighter 2. Uh, no More Heroes 2. So people who were fans of uh, Johnny Touchdown from the first No More Heroes, uh, he's coming back. He's coming back for the next one. Um, Skyrim, which I'll, I'll admit, 
on the Nintendo Switch, it looked good. Yeah, it did. Didn't, didn't look like it was dropping in any kind of... I mean, it's not going to have 15 mods and 4K resolution like it does on PC, but... But, nope. whatever. It yeah. looks good. Uh, Minecraft Lego City Undercover. I Am Setsuna. Don't know what that one is. Uh, Sonic Mania and then Rhyme. Rhyme, I'm really excited about. So... That has a good look to it. Without... I mean, for what we have right now, I don't think it's too bold to say. I feel like Nintendo has fallen into the same whole as everybody else has i mean look look at here i mean tell how many first party games are there at launch we have breath of the wild one two switch first and party. super bomberman which are the ones that i relate to nintendo the most and then after that all we have is platoon and mario kart and then after that super mario we also uh, have fire emblems a first party title and xenoblade chronicles is okay yeah, but those you can get on those you could get on a, a you know your 3ds or something but that's like, also nintendo I know, but... It's first party. Okay, <laughs> true. But for so, something here, something new, something that yeah, we all no, can relate to, I Dragon Quest, and everything else is just third-party stuff that we've that some most people have already played before. Yeah, the thing like, about, like, what is Deep this? and Skyrim it is kind of and shit. Minecraft I'm not gonna lie. Rayman Legends. And yeah, like... All that. Just Dance, Skylanders. I mean, I don't know, man. As excited I am for it, it's it's. I mean, we'll we'll switch over to our final thoughts about how this is going to change switch. the game. Okay, Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's going to change the way we play the game. It's going to change the way that we're able to interact and 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 live our lives with these games. Right. But it's not literally changing the game. It's only switching it up. That's why they call Don't it a switch. You snap your fingers. I'm not going to. But okay, good. literally, as the pun is intended, you we're know. literally just switching it up. It's so, not. Yeah, we're, we're not we're, changing anything. We're, it's it's a it's a different view from the way that we have traditionally interacted with video games, where instead of me on the couch in front of a TV, while the Wii tried to get people standing up, it did an okay job of that. The Wii U wanted something, um, nothing incredibly different except for the gamepad itself, but the the switch now seems like it's ready to be all over the place, not just in the living room. It's going to be on the living room, on the airplane, uh, at the office, um, on your lunch break. It's, it's going to be everywhere. And with the fact that you can charge it anywhere, carry it anywhere and play it anywhere. And you're not lugging around discs. You're lugging around game cartridges. It's the mobility of it. So I'm working on an article right now and it talks about that exact subject of my thought is could the I think this could be our the ultimate handheld device. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I th- I look at it as being touted as a home console, which right. it will be. Right. But I think as a handheld, I think this is everything that they've been working on ever since the first Game Boy came out. Right. Of trying to achieve. And that's what a lot of people have been trying to achieve. And nobody has successfully brought out the ability to have the fact that we have these handheld devices, we have these phones, we have these home consoles, we have all these different things that we carry around. This, if they bring out a better games library and expand upon that even more, could solve the need of, for the casual gamer that isn't into the serious hardcore games, of not having a bunch of different devices to play games on. They have one device that is universally used for everything they want to do. 
They have it at home. They have it on the go. They have it with their friends. They have it over the friend's house. Like wherever they are, this thing will, this thing could be as much with them as your iPhone is mm. in a way, if you are a gamer. Right. It has the potential to do that. I mean, the hardware is there. But, the systems, the, the pieces are all there. It's just, right. can they execute it the way they need to? Right. With all that said, I mean, with these games, like it is Nintendo, like we want to play these first party games, but for the next, for this year, what we see now, I mean, obviously things can change, new things can come out. I mean, what is this setting the precedent for? I mean, they're in the same hole as everyone else right now. Mm. There's a lot of third party. You know, it's tough to say because maybe... There's no first... I mean, this... Maybe they are holding they have to. I don't think they have to have first first party games. I think the goal of this device isn't necessarily to bring more titles or exclusive to them. The reason you're going to buy this because you want to take your games that you play wherever you are. I mean, people got really excited when they said, hey, I can now play Skyrim on the train. That's mm-hmm. that's that's been a selling point for people. People but you have gotten excited about that. Yeah, but you can also just have your laptop, which is bigger and more cumbersome. Yeah, that's that doesn't but, solve the issue, the problem. You know, it's like nobody's going to play it on their laptop. But they if could. You can play people, in your plenty hand, of people play it on a laptop. Yeah, people, but I mean, think people, about plenty the of people portability of it. No, I understand. Like, but I mean, if you're working on the go, yeah. it's just as easy to throw up Steam and play but Skyrim. Won't. But you won't because well, it's why like, won't you? It's in your lap. You this you can walk down the street and be playing Skyrim right, as you're walking right. down the sidewalk. So that's the difference is that this is the ultimate mobility device to play true everything. But if someone already has it on their laptop and they already use their laptop on casual or the usual, yeah. Why buy this instead of uh, instead of using your laptop, you know? Cuz you can't walk with it. But do you need to be walking? Do you need to be playing Skyrim when you're walking down the no, street? No, I'm just saying okay. it's that. Well, yeah, it's that, I, I, it, it's that people are excited about that idea. Right. Will it be enough to pull people into it? I don't know, but I think well, that's the thing about it because true. nobody plays games on their laptop because right. they can't support it. Well, let's think into the future. Like, yeah, where is I, this really going to sit with everything else? It's as cool as it is. And I'm going to, I already pre-ordered it. Like right. I'm getting yeah. it. Right. But You're like, so why did you pre-order it? Zelda first party titles. That's the reason why I got this. I want to play another Zelda game. The only place yeah. I can get it is with through Nintendo. Okay. And they have a really cool console to back it up. That's why I bought it. But why is it a cool console? Because of what it can do. You're right. I can go. Yeah. I can play it so on the go. That's what I mean. It's like, right. other than, I mean, Zelda is kind of a selling point. But again, like, I think the bigger pool is that right. this is something that you can take anywhere. Right. Well, I guess we're at a point where but we can, I, we can I get it anywhere they we need, want. Technically. Being Nintendo, though, I think they need to have more first party titles. Because they are the only company left that can do that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, well, they're the only ones that can do that, and we have yet to really see much of that. Exactly. Right. Um, and that's what I was hoping from them. Yeah. Right. And did I did I want to see more of that in the conference? Absolutely. We didn't get it. Okay. So hopefully, after may, maybe they're just waiting till launch before they actually start divulging the information of here's the first party titles here here's the big heavy hitters here's our new metroid here's our new um other generic nintendo game yeah I mean, maybe they think that <laughs> yeah zelda is all they need right now to carry them to launch and then once they and they're launch probably it, right they're gonna got me sold once they launch, they're gonna <laughs> got your money. Switch it up, Brett. Oh, <laughs> 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 but Where's we do also counter? have. But here's the thing: we also do have Pack South 
which yes. is right around the corner. We have E3 directly after that. So we have we still have some big conferences coming up where some more information can be divulged. Right. right. You know, for now we had the press conference, which had which was just all about the Switch itself and some games. But I think I think that the big I think the big news is going to be coming up within the next couple of months. Yeah, you could be right. Yeah. So right Everyone now, introduced right, into this. Yeah, right this now we saw the we saw the curtain pulled back and the fancy new cars sitting there on the turnstile. Okay, great. It, we're we're ready to buy it. So now let's see what else we can get within the next couple of months. Yeah, I mean, I I think again, like we've seen it today. It's sold out everywhere already. Just like the NES Classic did, right. Nintendo doesn't have to try very hard to right. get that thing to sell. I mean, Wii U, they did. Wii U didn't sell out. It it was not. But this this shows that the fact that they only have Zelda, and the fact that this is sold out already, means that people are buying it for more than first party games. They're buying it for more than the fact that it's just another Nintendo console. They're I think they're getting it because it's different. I mean, it's new. It's Nothing else does this. This doesn't exist anywhere, right? At all, and I think the excitement but of is what that it could be has true. people really pumped. True. I don't know. We've been let down in the past way too many times before, and so just to get this, just to play it because it's really cool. I don't think that's the right move. I mean, why are y'all going to get this? I'm getting it because I've been wanting to have a system where I can take it and just play with it wherever I am. Like okay, I don't have time to play. But games this isn't going to have anymore. right. But this is going to have nearly as many games as you do at home. That's fine, as long as it's got. Games so are I these play. are these going to? Oh, minus you know, Legend of Zelda and Mario yeah. and stuff. Is that is that going to be enough to keep you playing? You're going to have so. two games. I hope it? there's more coming to it. That's I, the I mean, if thing. you get this, are you just going to continue playing Zelda and Mario and you know, I don't Dragon Quest? If you're into that, yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I mean, I mean well, that, it's, yeah. it's I. So you're gonna get it for the first party games. I I, I play for nostalgia's sake. All right. The 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 reason I got the Wii was for um, Super Smash and the new Mario Kart. The reason I got the Wii U was for the Virtual Console. I'll be honest. That's the whole reason why I bought it. I wanted right. to play my old Nintendo games and I wanted to play all the old stuff again. Um, okay. And they are bringing GameCube Virtual Console, which means Super Smash Bros. Melee. Which was nice. probably the best one ever. Yeah, exactly. That's why um, I was like, but it's worth mentioning. That, I want to see, yeah, I personally, I want to see the new stuff. Yes, I want to see the new Zelda and I want to see the new Mario and I want to see all the new stuff uh, like Project Octopath, the one I was very excited about. But I also do want to see, I go to Nintendo for nostalgia's sake. So I want to see all the old stuff brought in as well. Uh, what what can I do? Kind of like Brett said, the virtual console for Nintendo GameCube games. That's a good reason for me to buy it. I'll buy that. That's gotcha. my selling point. So let me let me mix it up here real quick, and I'll give you the exact reason why I would buy this console. Well, I already mentioned the portability and how awesome it is to carry it with me. For me, whether they bring out enough first party titles that are Nintendo titles, I I want that. I hope they do that, but they don't have to. And here's why: because the games that I'm going to play on here are going to be obviously Nintendo games, but I want to play the virtual console games. And then I'm also, there's a bunch of games on Steam that I would easily buy on this over Steam because I can just take that anywhere by just downloading it oh, and absolutely. walking out the door. I can already like, think of 10 different ways where like 
me and my wife are both sitting in the living room. She's watching TV, and I don't want to watch what she's watching. Yeah. So I pick Pull up my switch. Exactly. Be like, bam! I'm going to play some Zelda I'm right here, or I'm going to play some Overcooked, right or I want to pull out some freaking uh, what do you call it? Uh, 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 um, Gone Home. Yeah. You know, you could play Gone Home Absolutely. on that. Like, there's Absolutely. so many games that could come out on the there application that don't have is to there. Be first party. We just got to see or any titles, what they do with it, you know? right? So, well, I guess where I was going with it was that I can see this being someone's only console. Yeah. You know, where they're not good. You know, yeah. they're not oh, going to take it no, with them everywhere because yeah. it is distracting. It's their yeah. only console. They're going to leave it docked and play it at home. And it's like, well, if I'm going to get this and do the same thing, you know, how is it going to differentiate itself from everything else? If I already have an Xbox, if I already have a PlayStation, if I'm not taking it with me, you know, what am I going to do with it type thing? And that's not why you buy it. You know, True. It's, that's, but it's that's the thing that you the want it reality is there. You want it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the yeah. people that are going to buy this if they're buying it just to play games at home as a home console, they're not going to buy this game. That's not who this yeah, is for. They're missing out. On this half is, of this is made for product. people that either want Nintendo games or they want the portability right. factor played right. into it. And if so you think they're, they're reaching looking to the future and they're really bringing it like home. The Nintendo Wii, like, Nobody bought the Nintendo Wii to play Skyrim Wii or to play no the Wii. Oh, just the Wii. Okay, Wii. okay. They bought that because this was a game that I could one play with my family. I could two. It was had all the Nintendo titles that they wanted, right? And it was easy to plug and play. You had right. tons and tons of people that jumped into that that normally don't play games, right? And those gamers that are hardcore, they're going to buy the PS4 and they're going to buy the Xbox One. They they may or may not buy this. But those people that have been holding out for a console that's accessible to everyone, they're going to be buying this console. And I think that's what's really going to push it forward. This is going to like be the same if it works out well and it comes out being as good as I hope it does. This is going to have the same impact that the Wii did. That's fair. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see if it does. Yeah. yeah. All so. right. Well... That's um, intense. Yeah, no, awesome. I know My we goodness. got we got into it. Felt like we were about Love to it. I'm sweating on. over here. Get some arms going on yeah, right here. Whatever. Don't switch. Don't switch. Ever, oh, man. actually, I was. I'm glad you said that because I should now. I wasn't thinking about. It. Good. <laughs> Just kidding. Good. All right. So Good. that's the end of our podcast. Yep. That's our discussion on the Nintendo Switch. We let us know if you're going to pre-order. Yeah. Let us know what your thoughts are about. By the now, Switch. if you haven't, you probably can't get it. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Brett didn't. I wasn't able to get it. So yeah. uh, we are. This is our new thing that we're doing. Uh, what's everybody playing next week? Hell, I know. I'm. Uh, if I had my Switch, I'd be playing a shit ton of games. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to Atlanta. Well, so it's not out till uh, March. So what are you playing next week? Nothing. Uh, uh, I don't. Yeah. Um, no, maybe. You're dumb. XCOM Two. I've been okay. playing that recently. Yeah. I didn't talk about it because. Well, we'll talk about it next time. Yeah. If I'm on, okay. I might not be up. I'll be playing Doom next week. Nice. Oh, nice. That's right. Yeah. You said that. I might... I don't know. I, I, <laughs> okay. I can't really tell you anything that what I'll be playing because I'll be really busy next week. So okay. if anything, I'll be playing more Super Mario Run. Okay. All right. We'll try to beat my hey, high scores. Take oh, your yeah. 3DS with you, man. Oh, yeah. I could do that. Play some more Pokemon That's or something. Right. It's a good, good thing to do. Yeah, I'll play yeah. some Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So that's all we have for you guys. Um... <laughs> Blanked up there for a second. Yeah, you had sure a stroke. Of yeah, I know. Yeah, be sure and check us out next week for some more video games. If there's something you'd like us to talk about in the next podcast, please email us at hello at theinnergamer.net. You can also find us online by going to theinnergamer.net and checking out our social channels such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes or tell a friend. It's the only way we can grow. 
We also do have a Patreon set up, which is a way for you, our listeners, to donate to the cause in order to bring you all the great content you want to see and hear. Uh, plus, if you do support us, you will be able to have some awesome rewards awaiting uh, you, such as uh, signed t-shirts, being a guest on the podcast, joining us for a D&D session, maybe joining us for a Twitch session, session so you can play some games with us. So uh, go over, like Brett mentioned, go over to innergamer.net and click the donate button to contribute. And that's going to wrap us up this week. My name is Devin Duree. I'm Brett Yanoski. And I'm Austin Morales. And you've been listening to The, the Inner Gamer! Luis was not here. Switch! Fuck that witty banter. To hell with it. We don't want to hear that. We don't. We don't want to hear that bullshit. What do we need that for, Brett? What do we need to hear we don't need banter it. for? Wait. You just snap at me? No. What are you doing? Switch. Oh, no. Switch. Dumb. So dumb. Switch. No, they snapped fingers weird. You and you snap your fingers yeah. very, and, but they were going. I'm like, that's, you don't point your finger after a, you snap. That's dumb. I snap, snap. <laughs> no. I can't even snap and point. Stupid. I have to like snap, point. Stupid. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't like witty banter. My name's Brett. <laughs> I don't like to hear witty banter. No, that's dumb and boring. Sounds like Brett. That was good, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's going to go in. Oh, God dang it. Yeah, Devin making fun of the uh, <laughs> editor-in-chief. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's hear him ripping on him. Yeah. Tomorrow I'm going to fire those ass. Yeah. He does. <laughs> People are gonna wonder why Devin's such an asshole. <laughs> hey Devin. Hey, what's hey, up, Devin, Brett? Why are you such an asshole? You're fired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Remember that episode we recorded yesterday? C- clean yeah. out your desk and get out. <laughs> I don't have I'm a desk. Gonna, I'm gonna come in and trump that shit. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> I'll punch you. I'll punch you square in the throat.